Hi, hello, welcome to Spirit Led Women. I'm your host, Katie Coverline, and I hope after today's episode, you are so freaking inspired, girl, and on fire to go build your business and your life with the Holy Spirit as the foundation. Let's dive right in. Hello, my loves. I want to have a 10 minute heart to heart Bible study with you. I'm reading through James and I'm so grateful for my husband because it's just a weeknight and instead of, you know, scrolling on our phones or turning on a movie, he came upstairs and started, you know, reading things from his Bible study to me and he encouraged me to open up James and I am sitting here and I am just I've never read through James and it is so beautiful. And I think there are so many lessons in here that, I mean, that's what the living, the living word is. It's living water that can change us. And I just read these things and it speaks to my heart so much. And I know this is going to heal some of you. It's going to help some of you throughout your day. And some of you are going to go home tonight after work and say, you know what? I want to sit on the bed tonight and read the Bible with my husband because I think reading the Bible with your husband, Bible study, worshiping with your husband, praying with your husband is one of the highest, if not the highest form of protection that you can have in your home and in your house and in your marriage because I'm going to start off by reading this verse. It's so, so good. So we are in James. Okay, I'm, I'm going to kind of go back and forth through here. And this is in James 4, okay? And it's called the proud and humble. And this, I mean, this right here, I could end it on. It says in verse 7, Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Oh my gosh, there is just so much goodness. But just right there, when Jesus says with his words, you guys, he says, submit to God. And when you resist the devil, he flees from you. And when we draw near to God, he draws near to us. And I can't just overlook that or be passive about it, but it really humbles me and makes me question, am I drawing near towards God more in my day than I'm drawing near towards my responsibilities or my life or social media or the TV, but all these distractions, right? We live such a distracted life. And P.S., if you're looking for a great book recommendation, I'm reading through, it's called Undistracted, Re, uh, Recaptivating Your Joy by Bob Goff, and it is amazing. But I'm going to read something else over here. I'm going to bounce back to, uh, um, here we go, 13. So this is in James 3. And I'm going to go down. Okay. Who among you is wise and understanding by his good conduct? He should show that his works are done in the gentleness that comes from wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your heart, don't boast and deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down Oh, I'm sorry, such wisdom does not come down from above, but it is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there is disorder and every evil practice. Okay, that just smacked me in my face. I'm going to read that one more time. But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your heart, don't boast and deny the truth. Okay, such wisdom does not come down from above. 
Okay, so that's basically saying when we have bitterness and envy and jealousy and selfish ambition in our heart, that wisdom that we're receiving, those feelings, they're not coming from heaven. And it goes on to say it's earthly, it's unspiritual, and it is demonic. And it goes down, for where there is envy and selfish ambition, there is disorder in every evil practice. Right here, this is so good. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peace, loving, gentle, compliant, full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering without pretense, and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who cultivate peace. Okay, that is in James 3, and that was verses 13 through 18 that we just read, you guys. That paragraph is so, so, so good. I think like for me, that hits like a ton of bricks because a lot of you who listen to this, you're building on the online space. And I talk about it all the time of when our eyes get distracted on the wrong things, like we lose heart of what we're building. We lose heart of the true purpose. And I can't just be known for, oh, she's successful here. Like we're called to be disciples, everything we do. And there's so much beautifulness in James about heart posture and motives. And I'm going to um, bounce over. Hold on. Where was I reading? Okay. James 1. Ooh, this is so, so, so good. Blessed is the one who endures trials because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. Okay, we're going to bounce down to chapter four, okay? And it says, what is the source of wars and fights among you? Don't they come from your passions that wage war within you? That is a very strong sentence right, right there. Our passions that can wage war within us. You desire and do not have. You fight and wage war. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and don't receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. I don't know who needs to hear that, but I need to know, like, are you just running to God when you need something, when you want something? Like he is the God of the valley and the God of the mountain. That means he is the God of the negative bank account and the prosperous you know, bank account, the God of walking through a season of hardship in your marriage and the same God who can let that marriage be so fruitful and full of abundance and joy. He is the same God. He's not, doesn't, when we walk through hard seasons and I just read it where it said, you know, we need to be blessed in trials. Like trials produce our character and they produce our perseverance. Okay. So it goes on to say, you ask and don't receive because you ask with the wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures, okay? I feel like Jesus is calling me out here. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world is hostility towards God? So whoever wants to be the friend of the world becomes the enemy of God. Or do you think it's without reason that the scripture says, the spirit he made to dwell in us envies intensely, but he gives greater grace. Ooh, I love that. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud and he gives grace 
to the humble. And you guys, in the world we live in, I said this, I said this on a podcast, a couple podcast episodes ago where the world, they love to say, you know, Jesus is love. Jesus is love. Yes, he is love, but don't mistaken like my creator, his, his kindness for weakness, because he says, I, I did not come to bring peace on this earth. I came to, I came with a sword and, you know, God did not come. I was in my group today with my church group and I sit with such women who are full of wisdom and we were talking about if Jesus was on earth today, he wouldn't be in the churches sitting here at Bible study. I mean, here and there maybe, but he would be with the broken. He would be with the homeless. He would be with the hurting. He would be with the sick. He would be with the people who have addiction and diseases calling them to repentance. And sometimes I believe we live in our little bubbles and we think, oh, I'm a Christian. Okay, I'm going to post a Bible verse. And those things are great. I believe that those can plant seeds in people. When we share worship music, when we, you know, share a sermon with someone, those are beautiful seeds that I believe show people a a touch of heaven from here to earth or from, you get what I'm saying. But when is the last time that you reached out to someone and invited them to church? When is the last time you reached out to someone and said, what are you going through? Can I pray over you? You guys, prayer is so, so, so powerful. And when we sing these songs, you know, you are the same God, the same God of Jacob, the same God of Moses, the same God, like that same God, we have that same power inside of us. And I can't read through scripture and just sit on it lightly. And I was rewatching, I tell you guys all the time to watch The Chosen. It is one of the most beautiful series that you can ever watch that makes you just see Jesus and his disciples in a new light. And I was watching episode four, I believe, of season two, and it was where um, there was just this man, and he was full of demons, and he came up, and he was messing with Mary Magdalene because, you know, you know, she used to have seven demons within her, and she's healed, and he called her by her old name. He called her Lilith, and she was like, I don't go by that name anymore, and Jesus saw everything that was going on, and Jesus flew up to the scene, and the only thing he said, the only thing he said when he was running up, and he saw this man that was full of demonic spirits that were coming out of him, he said, out of him, out of him, out of him, get out of him. And this man falls to the ground. He starts crying. Jesus grabs his face. I mean, the chosen wrecks you. You can't watch the chosen and not be changed, not be wrecked by seeing Jesus in that light. And this man falls down and Jesus just says, it's over. And he's like, you know, go live freed. And it makes me wonder how many times he wants to grab our faces and say, you do not have to live this way. There's such a different way to live. We don't have to live. The world wants to keep us trapped in these strongholds and these mindsets and sin and addiction and gossip and greed and lust and all of these things that are not fruitful. All of these things that don't produce richness and righteousness and multiply the great fruits in our lives, these strongholds. Sometimes I think Jesus, I think of this, that scene in The Chosen where he just grabs his face and this man goes from being possessed to just overflowing with love and gratitude and feeling the peace of Jesus. And I just, I can't read this word and not be wrecked. So I hope that this episode impacted you. Um, I want to end it one more time on how I started it because I need this verse to smack you in your face. And if you want to go read it, I encourage you to just open your Bible, okay? This is James chapter 4, 
Verse 7, it says, Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you, sister. Sis, I see you listening to the whole episode. Thank you so much. I hope you feel inspired and on fire to get the Lord in the center of your life and your marriage and your parenting and your finances and your business. Get him all up in there, girl. And if you wouldn't mind, honey, after you hop off here, give me a review. Let me know how the podcast is helping you grow your walk with Jesus. Till then, I'll see you next time. Love you guys.